Hey, it's your host, Rob Kohansky. Welcome to Local First Podcast, where I interview local business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to tell their inspiring stories about them and about their business so you can learn more about them. Just a reminder, this podcast is made possible by Home Solutions Realty. I'd really appreciate it if you would forward the podcast by sharing, subscribing on iTunes, and leaving reviews and recommendations for future guests and topics. I want to hear from you. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to Local First Podcast. Uh, I want to welcome Paul Grekowitz. He is a mud-running hockey player from Detroit, an engineer-turned-businessman. Paul talks about welcome at services and five tips for small business marketing, plus a lot more. I think you're really going to enjoy this. Uh, if you're into marketing, have a small business, or an entrepreneur, you're going to want to stay tuned. Uh, let's go ahead and meet Paul. Paul, thank you for taking some time to come out today to uh, tell your story on Local First Podcast. Um, how are you doing today, Paul? I'm doing great, Rob. How about yourself? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for taking some time out to be here today. So let's get started. Let's um, get to know you a bit. Tell me a little bit about your backstory, kind of where you grew up, what do you enjoy doing in your spare time, and what did you do before owning your current business? Sure. Well, first of all, I am not a Wisconsin native. Uh, I've actually lived in Brookfield for about 15 years now, but I grew up just south of Detroit. So, uh, you know, think about that uh, Journey song, Don't Stop Believing, Born and Raised in South Detroit. You know, a little bit of that going on. Um, it's uh, it's tough. I'm a long-suffering Lions fan living in Packers country. That's got to be tough. It, it is, but everybody's good sports. It's it's a, It hasn't been a rivalry for many years. Maybe it's starting to become a little bit more one, but uh, just really enjoying that. But uh, certainly the... Uh, Really appreciate everybody's uh, loyalty to their team here. I used to travel a lot early in my career, but the Midwest drew me back. And uh, really now, I consider the Milwaukee area to be home. What about that drew you back? It's the people. People are more down to earth, more friendly, more caring. Uh, Just just maybe a little bit more sense of community and neighborhood. That's good to hear. I've I've traveled a lot too in in, in my time, and I've always come back to to Milwaukee. I don't know for similar same reasons, but that's good to hear. Yeah. So um, you asked about uh, my spare time. Well, I've got uh, a wonderful wife. We've been married for uh, just 19 years as of yesterday. Congratulations. Thank you. And uh, two great kids. Uh, I enjoy uh, coaching uh, soccer teams. Uh, That's that's been a a great experience, uh, getting involved with uh, Cub Scouts with my son, other activities with the kids, just in general. Uh, They take up a lot of our time. And the great part is there's so much to do around here. We never run out of things to do. Uh, On a personal level, I enjoy playing hockey. So I uh, play in a men's uh, beer league once a week, sometimes twice a week, just a good chance to get out. And, is that uh, year round or just uh, certain times of the year? Uh, it is year round. So wow. we have a, a regular season and uh, we just kicked off our summer season. And that, it's uh, that's, a lot of fun to get that's together. That's pretty cool. Where do you play? Uh, out near uh, Arrowhead High School at the uh, Mullet Ice Center. Mullet Ice Center. Okay. That's interesting. I didn't know they had that here in Milwaukee. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, it's fantastic. Great exercise, great camaraderie, just a good time to get out there and have some fun. Um, one of my other hobbies that's uh, come along in the last few years is obstacle course racing or uh, more affectionately known as mud runs. Now, the funny thing about that is I really dislike running. But if you put mud, barbed wire, fire, electricity obstacles in front of me, I'll go out and run a half marathon. I, I'm scared of electricity part of that. All that <laughs> other parts is like that. I'm, I'm fine with But when it comes to the electricity part, I'll, I'm going around that obstacle. Yeah, well, I, I don't blame <laughs> I don't blame you. It's a it's a shocker. Sorry, uh, all yeah. <laughs> pun aside. Oh, no problem. Yeah, but uh, it, it's just great just just to be out and be active. And we have so many great things to do. 
And then finally, um, what did I do before owning my current business? Uh, I was in corporate uh, world for about 20 years. Uh, the last uh, 10, very focused on marketing and product development. And I like to tell everybody I'm an engineer turned businessman, but uh, the journey has been amazing. That's great. That's great. So tell me a little bit about what you do at uh, Welcome App Services. Yeah. Well, first of all, we are not in the floor mat business. I would like good. to clarify I, I that up that. front. I know. Yeah. That's but, when I first heard that. I was like, oh, welcome, man. I'm like, he must design welcome mats for people. No, we're, we're, we're actually a um, marketing and advertising agency that's really tailored to the meet the needs of small businesses. Um, ultimately, I provide small business owners with advice on how to grow their business by acquiring new customers. And uh, that's really what marketing is fundamentally all about. It's growth. It's attracting and retaining the right kinds of new customers. Now, ultimately, out of that advice, I hope they decide to utilize my products and services. But if not, I'm still glad to have had a chance to get in, have a great conversation and help out. Oh, no doubt. So what led you to becoming um, part of Welcome Ad Services? What led you to that profession? Well, I've, I guess I've always had an entrepreneurial spirit, but that's also been offset by just enough risk aversion not to take that leap and say, I'm going to go into business for myself. Last year, I finally decided, you know what, it's time. But the nice part about that was uh, Welcome at Services is a national franchise, and I acquired the local franchise. That takes a lot of the risk out of starting up a business, and it also uh, reduces some of the upfront investment required. So uh, coupled with that, it was just a really nice fit to, to make that happen. But uh, ultimately, why did I choose Welcome at Services? I think I already mentioned it, but I love marketing. Uh, I enjoy meeting people. You know, even if the end result of a, a prospect visit is a, no, I'm not interested, you know, hit the door. You know, you can deal with that. It's great to meet people. But most importantly, and this is kind of fundamental to what Welcome Mat's all about, is helping local communities grow. So our program helps small businesses grow by bringing in new customers. But more importantly, it helps new people in the neighborhood find some great places to go check out, whether it's a local pizzeria, place to get a haircut, that type of thing, just to make them feel more welcome in their neighborhood and maybe find their go-to place for the next 5, 10, 20 years that they decide to live here. That's great. It really helps in new people come in and really learn more about the neighborhood by, by those services. That's, that's really cool. What has been one of your biggest challenges along this journey that's kind of, you know, held you back or, you know, kind of you had to overcome and how did you do that? Well, you know, after so many years in the corporate space, I have to tell you the small business community is a completely different network of people and just, just amazing down to earth people. But uh, making that transition from the, the the large space where everybody knows what your business does, who you're about, really what you're doing to call on. Now you're going out and meeting people that are in a completely different place of life. I mean, my, my running joke is I used to manage a marketing budget that had at least two more zeros behind it than some of my customers have uh, in theirs. So we're, we're talking about orders of magnitude difference in what people can realistically afford. But getting in and understanding their problems and the challenges they face, you know, it, it's awesome. It touches your heart. So kind of breaking into that network has been difficult, but now that I've started to do it, I'm loving it. Isn't it great? It's a great feeling, isn't it? It is. To be able to get in there and start helping other individuals, other small businesses. Yeah, that, that's cool. That's probably what all this podcast is about as well. Uh, if you could go back in time and start your business, your career, what advice would you give to your younger self? Boy, you know, that's a really great question. You know, so probably the most important one would be be more patient. Now, I, I say that somewhat tongue in cheek because people know that uh, I often say impatience is a virtue, have a bias for action. 
But let me tell you what I mean about that. Be more patient. Opportunities are going to come up because of the hard work you're putting in. But sometimes those opportunities are going to take a lot longer than you think they should or really could take to materialize. So my advice to my younger self would be stay the course a little bit longer, you know, push through some of those obstacles, wait that little bit longer time and great things will happen. That's so true. Uh, everything doesn't come with a flip of a switch. As an expert in your field uh, with Welcome at Services, what are like three to five things that a potential customer should know about you and why they should come to you for your services? Okay. Well, how about I just call this uh, five tips for small business marketing? That's awesome. Uh, never, number one, never, ever assume that people know enough about your business or even that you even exist for that matter. You have to consistently get your name out there. And if you're not attracting new customers on a regular basis and staying top of mind with your current customers, you're, you're going to be fighting a losing battle just to stay afloat. So always got to stay top of mind. Uh, number two, don't treat marketing as an expense. It's an investment in your business. And if you operate with that mindset, you will have much better results. And number three, and this gets right back into the investment and the cost, the digital landscape today offers you some amazing cost-effective ways to market your business. That being said, you have to still invest the time and effort, and in a lot of cases, money, to make sure it looks good and provide a compelling message because it can hurt you a lot more than not being out there at all if you don't have that. Uh, number four, know your customers better than they know themselves. This really applies to any business, but once you've done that, question everything because you probably didn't get it right the first, second, or third time. If there's any data out there that you can use to learn more about your customers and use it, leverage it. Data can be a very powerful tool. Finally, number five, and this kind of goes you know, fundamental to everything else, have fun. It's so okay true. to be edgy, especially if you're in one of those stodgy professions. You know, the whole point of marketing is attracting and retaining profitable customers. If you're memorable and you do so in a way that's respectful and positive, they will remember you and they will come to you. That's really what marketing is all about. That's, that's really good information there, Paul. I've got, I got to get the copies of that for the show notes as well. All right. So take, take me back in time. We're going to go through the time machine and a time when you thought, wow, I'm really making a difference. This means something to me. Tell me a story. Well, you know, I'm going to go uh, back a little bit into my corporate career, uh, going back to a time when I was at uh, Cooper Power Systems. Uh, I was leading a group of uh, continuous improvement experts. So there's a practice called Lean Six Sigma. It's all about getting better every day and, and ultimately making more money for the company. But this was an amazing team of people uh, working on everything from small cost savings on the factory floor to massive changes in the way orders are processed and shipped, which is a huge driver of customer satisfaction. Or at that time, it was customer dissatisfaction. So finding ways to improve that were really important. Now, this is a group of young, eager, aggressive people. You know, a lot of people that I looked at and said, hey, that was me a few years ago. So it was kind of fun having a team just like that. And it was awesome, awesome, awesome to build them into a cohesive team and deliver great results across the board. The part where I felt, wow, I'm really making a difference was seeing each of them develop as individuals as well as part of a team. So I, I place a really a, a ton of value on people development in general. And this was a role where I got a chance to do so on a very broad basis. Uh, most of those guys and women have gone on to do great things in their careers. And it uh, touches my heart just a little bit to say, wow, I was at least a small part of that to give them some of those tips and advice to, to help them do great things with their careers. 
That, that's a great story, Paul. It sounds like you take that same philosophy and use it to help others now with your uh, business with the Welcome Mat Services. I, I, I do try to apply those same principles, yes. Very cool. So let's get to know you a little bit more. What are any of your day-to-day practices that you may contribute to your success or happiness? Uh, something you may do every day, every morning, just to get you going. Ah, well, um, it's not necessarily in the morning, but it's become almost uh, a typically a lunchtime ritual. But daily, it's exercise. And when it gets down to it, um, it's uh, usually happening around lunchtime. Uh, a lot of people that uh, knew me, uh, you know, about a decade ago, I used to go out to eat regularly and, and probably excessively. And it had a pretty negative impact on my health as well as my bank account. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But uh, that being said, um, now I've kind of taken a different approach. I take that time to get out, get refocused, get physical, get the blood pumping for the rest of the day. And uh, not only has my health improved immensely, but my mental well-being has come along for the ride. So just being able to be in, in better, uh, better health, everything else, I'm in the best shape of my life right now and I'm loving it. That's awesome. And it has a very positive impact on the way I approach business every day and, and, and life in general. Very good. Very good. You, you got to get out there and exercise because it, it really does help just to keep the blood going. And even if it's just a couple of pushups during a break or something. So what is, is there any particular book, quote, resource or guide that had, that you'd like to share with the audience? You know, this, this one's kind of interesting, but I'm going to go back with a book written over 80 years ago. And one whose fundamental principles still apply. You're probably going to joke or uh, laugh a little bit about the title, but it's Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. It is, it is a classic. It, it's a must read for uh, anybody that uh, I ever give advice to because fundamentally everything we do in business is about relationships. And if you can't build positive relationships and work with people around you, you're not going to see the kind of success that you should. And there are just some amazing, amazing tips and tricks in that book. I think it really should be required reading for everybody. When I got into sales, that was one of the first books I read and went through to Dale Carnegie training here in the Milwaukee area. And I, I still go back to that book every once in a while that it's, it does the principles still apply uh, to everyday life now that you go out there and, and, and meet people and, and deal with people. And it's, it's, it's a very good book. I, I like that resource. That's a nice one. If you could give the, advice to someone just getting started in your area, uh, what nuggets could you give them or share with them? Yeah. Well, first of all, keep learning every day. Learn as much as you possibly can. You're never going to know more than anybody else out there. Keep learning. Keep your ears open. Um, Don't be afraid to stick your neck out early. Take a few calculated risks. You know, as long as you're working for the right people, they're going to respect the effort and the chance that you took even if you make some mistakes, don't be afraid to make a few mistakes. And finally, uh, this is a little bit tongue in cheek, but don't be a hippo. And what does that mean? Well, look at a hippopotamus, two small ears and one big mouth. That is not the way you want people to remember you. You really should try to spend twice as much time listening as you are talking and people will respect you and remember you positively as a result. That is so true. I know I've, I've been in sales for a very long time and I know people that in sales that will not shut up <laughs> and it's just, it's annoying as hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, that was one of the, the best lessons I got from an early sales trainer. It literally was the words shut up. Yeah. And, and it's amazing. It works. 
that's 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 some good information. You, you, people need to take notes on it and listen more. <laughs> what is the one thing right now that's got you most fired up, excited about the future? Well, I know it gets a lot of talk and press around here right now, but it's it's the Foxconn development coming to uh, the south side of Milwaukee. There's going to be some huge changes to our workforce, uh, to our economy, to our traffic patterns, to everything else. And I realize it's politically charged and all kinds of other things going on. But if you just think about the implications of that kind of development coming to an area, you know, which which had previously been somewhat underdeveloped, it, it's going to have profound changes on our on our local market. And it's going to bring significant growth to the region. And from the perspective of all the businesses that I work with, that's nothing but positives. Oh, no so doubt. I'm excited. That really is. And I, I learned something with uh, Jackson Bubolts when we did Habitat for Humanity and we we're helping build a house um, around, uh, it was about 29th and North Avenue. And they came out and told us that uh, at one time, Milwaukee employed over 150,000 manufacturing jobs just in that area with A.O. Smith and all that it used to be. And my dad was part of that. And for that to go away was part of the reason that the plight of those neighborhoods and it came down to what they are now and they're starting to rebuild them again. So that, I'm, I'm excited about Foxconn too. That, that's really cool. Yeah. Being a local business, uh, what is the best way to connect with you? Websites, social media handles. I'll make sure to add these to the show notes as well. Well, well certainly. So um, have an active uh, Facebook page. Uh, it's Welcome Matt MKE. That's... Uh, uh, welcome Matt is one word, MKE. Uh, there's also a great uh, corporate website for our franchise business, uh, welcomematservices.com. And there are links there that uh, lead to my uh, local uh, franchisee page as well. And ultimately, just uh, look for me out there. I'm out there trying to meet people every day. And uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll share with you, obviously, an uh, email address and some phone information, everything else to share in the show notes. Very good. Very good. And that's, that's very exciting. If you do any networking out there in Brookfield, Toast, or any of those areas, uh, you're sure to see Paul. All right. Before we get to some of the rapid fire questions and have some fun with that, uh, you could ask me one question, any question, and I'll do my best. <laughs> so far away. Well, you know what, uh, Rob, I'm going to turn around and ask you the same question. What do you see as the most exciting thing happening uh, right around here right now? Right around here right now? Uh, it's just uh, for my area, um, I bought a house uh, between Marquette and Harley Davidson about six plus years ago. And I bought it from a local bank as a foreclosure. And it just something that stuck with me. It was an old Victorian. And at first, when we drove by it, you know, my wife and my daughter are like, what are you doing buying a house down here? Because at the time, the neighborhood was not the greatest, but something about that house caught my eye. It had character. It was built over 130 years ago, old Victorian. And then about 2014, my wife told me to kick out the tenants, go in there, fix it up and rehab it and get it and we're going to make it ours. And that excited, that excited the hell out of me. Cause I'm like, okay, finally. I mean, you know, after two years of dealing with that and what really I found out was, and this is being in a neighborhood that I've never really associated with before is that when we moved in and got involved with the neighborhood, this is more of a community than I've ever been associated with. Uh, with the neighborhood associations, with the near west side partners. There's seven neighborhood associations that belong to that. And people to honestly go out of their way to help each other. 
new businesses are coming into the neighborhood. Uh, the Bucks Arena is just down the block from me. So all those little things that came from a neighborhood that honestly a lot of people didn't want to be in are now coming to. And that is really exciting. Uh, we just had our home tour uh, this past um, this past month, and that was really exciting to see. You know, several hundred people from different areas around the Milwaukee area that come to our neighborhood to view our homes and get to see what this neighborhood is truly about. So that really has me fired up about the area of Milwaukee and the growth from what it's been and and where it's going to be. So that's really got me fired up. Well, that, that, that's awesome. And we have so many beautiful historical neighborhoods and, and, and the story you just told, you know, just, just touched my heart because you'll see it a few of them in disrepair, but some that are just incredible as, as yours is coming back and, 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 and doing that. Yeah. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. yeah it's really great. I mean, it's the this past year, but the year before my house was on the tour and it was just amazing to see, you know, 250, 300 people come through your house and just be like, oh my God, this is beautiful. I'm like, and it's not even the nicest house on the block. So that's, it's really exciting and I'm excited for the neighborhood. I'm excited for Milwaukee and, and where it's coming. So that's kind of my two cents on that. So Great. let's have some more fun. All right. And I got some rapid fire questions. These are my questions that come out of my Tim Ferriss book. Uh, tools of Titans, and I don't think this was on your notes, that, but we're going to go ahead and have some fun with that's this. So, that's, that's okay. That's the right. rapid fire questions. Right. That's supposed to be any homework or prep work, right? That's exactly right. Oh, let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, one of the ones I typically asked, if you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it, what would it say? Wow. Yeah, you already stumped me with the first one there, uh, particularly because I don't think billboards might be the best form of advertising. Right. But uh, okay, I'm in the advertising business. Billboards can be very powerful. I would put it right outside Miller Park and say, for the best marketing experience you can get for your small business, call Paul Grekwitz at Welcome Ed Services. There you go. That's nice. What do you believe is true, even though you can't prove it? You know, for me, it's, uh, I'm going to go back to, well, this will be a fun one. Let's go back to physics in college. The theory of relativity, you know? Okay. Let's just go back to, you know, Albert Einstein, everything else. I don't think there's any true way to prove it. Mm-hmm. All the all the science and theory is there. I got to believe that's out there because I, I think there's more, more out there in the universe. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Okay. What is something, let's see here. What here? Oh, I got two more. What is something you believe that other people think is insane? I believe that we all have the potential to do great things. I mean, from, from the, the, the most, you know, fundamental level, we can all go out there and perform. And, and a lot of people, unfortunately, don't think that's true. I think we all have great potential and I think we can all go out and achieve it. You know, there's something I've learned about doing these podcasts with uh, the local business owners and, and individuals like you, Paul, is that I hear that a lot. I hear a lot that, you know, that don't give up on yourself, get out there and, and do something. And, um, if you don't have the resources, there's the resources out there to help you get started in whatever you want to do. If you only put the effort and the action into it. That's, I like that one. That's one of my favorite answers. Uh, any last ask or request from the audience in your last parting words? Yeah. Well, uh, I think I mentioned getting more involved in the community. Uh, for one yeah. thing, I'm starting to look for some salespeople to help uh, grow the business. So my other challenge other than getting involved is time. I'd really like to uh, get out there, uh, be able to have more businesses have the chance to uh, to work with mine and uh, to, to grow their own businesses as a result. But some of that just requires feet on the street to be able to go out and 
introduce to people what Welcome Mat Services really can do for them. We're, uh, we're, we're a great solution for a lot of small businesses, and we're not good for some. And I don't have a problem, you know, going in, having a conversation and finding out that we're not a good fit for your business and we'll part as friends. But for those that it works for, I absolutely want to get them on board because it can have great impacts for their business. That's awesome. I appreciate you being here today, Paul. For all you small businesses and individuals that can use the Welcome Mat services, do not hesitate to give Paul a call or contact him on Welcome Mat MKE on Facebook and, and other pages as well. Plus, I'll have his contact information on the show notes. Thank you very much for being on the show. Uh, it's been my pleasure. Thanks a lot, Rob. Thanks I appreciate it. You're welcome.